The war between gods has begun. As Bell has returned to his familia once again, the stage is set for an amazing siege battle between Hesiod's familia and Apollo's familia. If Apollo, if Apollo wins, Bell Creel will be going to the Apollo familia forever, and Hestia will be banned from Aurario. If Hestia wins, Apollo must do whatever Hestia commands. Will Hestia's familia finally fin win their first ever war game, or will this be the end for Bell, Creel, and the Hestia familia? All that and more today in Damachi 2, Episode 4, R&R. Let the battle begin! So the episode begins two days before the start of the war game. Hestia went with Belle to the caravan. Now before I get move on, caravan is more of a horse and a buggy. So I know a lot of you who may have not seen the anime think, oh, well, uh, did they just like get an SUV or something? No. Horse and buggy. Not, not a car. Now the caravan would take Belle to the Shreem Old Castle Ruins where he would have his war game battle against the Apollo Familia. Hestia wished him luck and hoped for his safe return, as well as the other new members of her familia, as well as Ryu. The caravan began to leave, and now Bear, as the as the caravan began to leave, Bell saw uh, Seer run up to the caravan and to hand him a amulet that she claimed was from an adventurer that frequent the hostess of fertility. That means that this person was always drinking at that tavern that Belle likes to hang out. Belle thanked her and she promised to be there and when he came back ready to give him food again for the dungeon. The night before the war game, Hakathanos sat on the throne room sat in the throne room, excuse me, complaining that he had fought had had, had complaining that he had to fight and not even thinking that Hestia's familia would win against the number difference. He wondered why Apollo chose Siege as the type, wondering if Apollo didn't trust them, and once again complained that he had to fight. Down on battlements, battlements, Daft predicted that what Hakathenos was saying while looking at the main tower. Suddenly, Cassandra started to warn her that the castle will be destroyed from one of her from one of her predictions that she always has. However, Daphne once again brushed her words off as a dream. Cassandra continued to warn her of the danger, especially as she watched Luan Espiel enter the castle. She said that it would be okay as long as they didn't let it in. Daphne was surprised as Cassandra, but nothing. Daphne was surprised at Cassandra, but nothing, nothing, nothing less told her to follow her follow as she left. Cassandra was horrified that Luan entered and commented that the destruction had already entered. Um, in the anime, she says that the Trojan horse has already... It, we, it, we have lost. The Trojan horse has already entered. So, it's, it's really funny to see what each familia is doing the, um, a couple days before the big, big war game that's going to be happening. It's really interesting to see, you know, where their mentality is, 
um, where everybody, you know, what, just what's happening between the two, between, between the two familias. For the Hestia familia, it's all about wish you luck. I think I'm thinking of you. I I hope you come back safely. For the Apollo familia, it's a lot of individual self-interest. Um, Hycathanos is doubting. Hycathanos doesn't really want to be there. Um, Daphne is just like bored out of her mind. Cassandra is worried because one of her permissions was that um, the uh, she said in another episode, an earlier episode, that the white bunny will jump over the sun, will jump over the moon and eat the sun, and. This is starting to come true where I don't know what it is. I didn't know what it was about Luan that set her off, but I was paying attention to Luan throughout the whole episode as this went along. So, Cassandra, for those of you who don't know, has an ability to see into the future. She has these predictions or premonitions, if you will. And sometimes these premonitions mostly come true. Now, from her perspective, these are 100%, take it or leave it, do as she tells you, and they'll survive. But again, she's dealing with people that are very headstrong, very confident. And you know what happens when you have a lot of confidence? You get, you get cocky. You know, it turns into cockiness. Pride. Um, one of the deadly seven, seven deadly sins. And I'm not talking about the anime. Um, so I see this, so when I was watching this, I saw this coming back to bite the Apollo, um, familia, and I, and I thought, you know, Luan's power may have finally come out, but he couldn't maybe control it, and thus costing them the match, and costing them a chance at belt. I thought that was what it was gonna be. Um, and they kicked him out the gill, or kicked him out the familia, and he joins Hestia's familia. Now, in preparation for the war game, a stage was set up, up a stage was set on the guild's front lawn. Ilbri introduced himself to the crowd as the announcer that he would uh, be for the war game, as well as Ganesha would be doing the commentary or guest commentary. He asked Ganesha for for a comment, however, simply announced to everyone that he was Ganesha, nothing less. Ilbri still thanked him for his comment. <laughs> In addition, people all over Orario bet on who they thought would win. At one bar, Mord bet 100,000 volleys on Hestia's familia, causing the others to think he had gone crazy. However, he simply brushed it off before the battle. Um, now, I want to stop here because I want to... I, I just want to take a moment to recognize this guy bet a hundred thousand dollars that's a lot of money so there's got to be something up because nobody bets a hundred thousand dollars on the underdog unless they know something's up i'm just saying so really think about that guys you know think about all what has happened so far um seer giving bella trinket um the permission the the vision that Cassandra got of Luan um, being the thing that will destroy the uh, familia. What, what could possibly happen? Who knows? But 
keep that in mind as we go into this recap. Before the battle, Apollo asked Hestia if she had said her goodbyes to Belle. Hestia paid him no attention and when she, while she turned to the mirror in front of her, causing him to shrug and return to his own seat. While waiting for the war game to begin, Hermes sat into the room with ba- within Babel, as if he had, as it, as if at his side, as if was comfortable was uncomfortable that she was the only child in the room full of gods. But Hermes told Hermes told her not to worry about it; they're fine. <clears throat> he checked his pocket watch, and Hermes then looked at the direction of the guild and asked or- Oranos to allow them to use their arcanum. Oranos accepted his request, allowing the gods and goddesses across Orario to summon mirrors that allow the people to view the event. Now, I will be doing a um, character bio on um, Oranos and in a IRL on Oranos, as well as Ganesha, because I think these two particular people, you guys are going to find out, they have a lot of power. And, and I'm not talking about the Ganesha in the anime. I'm talking about the real Ganesha. And not just this guy who has an element face mask for a face. Moving on. Ryo attacks from the north wall of the castle using Welf's magic swords. The sight of the magic swords caused an uproar within Apollo's familiar members guarding the location. As they knew how deadly they were. And these were some deadly weapons. Now, keep in mind, these weapons, uh, when they were used in the anime, um, there was a flame sword and there was a wind sword. And she was laying down the law with those those swords. What I mean by is that Rhea was doing a lot of damage to the outer walls of the castle um, when the siege began. Um, it was very, very clear that Ryu, Ryu was all business and she was not playing around. Uh, Luan relayed an order from Hykathanos to attack Ryu with 50 members. Uh, Lissos hesitated at first. Now, Lissos is another elf who works for the um, Apollo family. Now, Lissos hesitated at first but decided on the attack after Luan told him that they would get wiped out if they don't take her out now. Luas let 50 familiar members on an attack against her, which proved unsuccessful with Ryu's higher level and strength. Even 30 Apollo familiar members at once were no match for Ryu. Leos, Lissos decided to fight her himself fight him himself and landed a hit with his sword, revealing her elf ears for a few seconds. Upon realizing that his opponent was an elf, Lissos became enraged at the fact that an elf was using Crozo's magic swords. When all the elves knew of that, Raka once used them to burn down several elf forces. However, Ryu simply told him that protecting her friends was more important than an old grudge and defeated him in one hit. Now, Ryu at this point was surrounded uh, was surrounded by a lot of uh, Apollo Familia adventurers. They all began to sort of hesitate, you know, because they just seen this this very strong warrior take down one of the strongest warriors in their guild and or familiar I should say and it was 
imagine having a having a strong warrior on your side and you, he's never lost and all of a sudden this elf comes out of nowhere and beats him in one blow I don't think you're going to be having a lot of confidence in your ability either. So this distraction allowed um, Mikito to go into one of the cracks that was came from uh, Ryu's rampage with the uh, magic swords that she had li- that had um, an opening from the outer walls inside the, into inside the castle. So, what stuck out to me was that the Lissos um, talking about how dare she use these magical swords. Now, I don't, I couldn't understand why he was so angry. Um, and I might do a, a later episode on that. I don't want to just give it to you all now. But, um,. Yeah, I I really want to know who this Raka Raka person is, as well as you know what did he do? What did this person do? Because um, it could be a she, so that's why I say this person do to severe uh, to these elves that made them made even Luos have this much anger and frustration towards Ryu. You know, and Ryu was kind of just. I'm sorry, but Ryu in this moment was just showing how powerful she really is. Now, a lot of people say, well, Ryu's going to go with Belle. I don't think so. I think Ryu at this point knows she likes Belle, but she might not take it that far. You know, if she does, I don't know how they're going to... I mean, they could say, like, oh, he's going to have a harem like every other anime character. But I don't believe that Ryu is going to pursue Belle. She might love him at a distance. Um, if that is true, her feelings, you know, like, I don't think that she would, um, she had, or, or more or less, she hasn't developed feelings for him just yet. But, overall, in this particular scene, Ryu simply is absolutely amazing. Her skills and abilities are, are outstanding, and I just want to know, you know, what type of training she went through. And could possibly she train Belle. You know, if Ayaz, you know, is training Belle, then she could he can learn from her and, and go into another level. Later, after seeing Ryu defeat Luos, a considerable amount of uh, Apollo Familia Ventures, Ilbri asks for commentary from Ganesha. Ganesha simply asks if it was Ganesha, and causing Ilbri to ask him to leave if he wasn't going to take the commentary seriously. <laughs> Mikito attacked from the north side of the castle, and as she first, she easily neared the, the castle before Luan warned everyone around him of her attack. Hearing him, she quickly ran while chanting her magic. Uh, the Apollo Familia members thought she had a magic sword, like Ryu, but before they realized it was just a sword, Mikito forced her way through the north walls to the center garden, where she finished chanting her and I'm not. I'm not gonna try not to mess this up because this is a very big word. So bear with me if I do. Fushinu Nakamatina. Okay. Fushisa Nakamatina. Okay. There we go. So Fushitu Nakamatina is a 
is a gravity, purple gravity field magic that envelops a good number amount of the Apollo Familia members and which she took down with her in a suicide attack. She also says in the anime, me and you are going to be here for a while. This gravity magic is very powerful. It, it stopped them dead in their tracks. They could not move from the ground. I mean, you see even her, you know, you see even her just sitting there with all her strength, you know, it, it might, it, and you know, and this is a very powerful move, you know, so it's probably taking a lot of mana and a lot of energy from her. Um, so Takamazuki, along with the rest of the Takamazuki family, watched Mikito's suicide attack using her Fatamasuka, Fatamasuma, Fatamasumata through a mirror in their home. Takamazuki told her to go all out. Uh, Chansuka cheered for her, and Uka wondered if she was planning to keep her enemies there with her, but you just stated that she was. Um, so it's it's very important to know that Mikito's former familia still loves her, still cares for her, and is cheering her on. And that's going to be cool because she's going to be able to face her former familia maybe one day and really show how how powerful she really has become. You know, that will be something cool. You know, to see her, you know, kind of escalate. And also with uh, Mikito, I, I I know a lot of people want to throw Belle at her, but, uh, you know, but I think Wealth will be the perfect person for her because he is a swords, he is a sword, um, he's a blacksmith, he knows swords, why not? You know, and literally Belle has every other girl in the freaking town. Let Wealth for once have somebody that he can be with. Now... <laughs> As Hermes watched the war game, he noticed that the respawn, the response time, the Apollo Familia, the response speed, Apollo Familia's movements to attack were faster than he expected. He, however, he added that speed like that, you know, what he means to say, he said speed like that, one drop of poison could be fatal. Now, what he means by that is, in in what he said in the anime exactly was. He, he said, information in a war could be very, very important. Um, and this is, um, I want to quote a great general in Sung Tzu. Sung Tzu said um, in, his, um, in his Art of War book, which is very famous, even a lot of military um, armies are taught this book, that if you do not know thy enemy, and you do not, if you know the enemy and know thyself, you should not fear the outcome of any battle. Um, if you do not know thyself, or but you know the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you do not know thyself, or you do not know the enemy, you have to worry about every outcome that comes. So, it's very important to understand that information in a war, or any battle, is very important. Um... This is why you see in a lot of battles in anime that a lot of people train, they look for weaknesses. It's very important because one piece of evidence, one piece of information could possibly help that opponent be that much more at a disadvantage. And just as Hermes expected, uh, the Luan, Luan Espiel opened the door on the west side of the castle to let Belle and Wealth in. Now, the announcer 
now the announcer Ilbri um, screamed, uh, "Betrayal! Betrayal! Luan Espio is a betrayer!" And during the war game, Luan opened the gate to the castle walls, allowing Belle and Welf to enter. Well, everyone was shocked at the Luan Espio there not be Lily in disguise using Cinderella. Now, remember in the last episode when Xanus, who was part of the Familia, was talking about how he wanted to sell her transformation magic? Yeah, Cinderella Cinderella is a transformation magic that allows the user to transform to any person within their size. So, for example, if you're six foot, you can transform to, into anyone six foot or below. Now, if they're six two, out of range. You need to be taller. So, yeah, I know it's a really weird Pacific rule. I don't know why the height has anything to do with it. Maybe they just wanted you to be accurate. But, you know, that's the kind of limitations that... Um, this magic has as far as I think it's just how high how tall you are you, you know you can turn into a mouse but and then you make but you can't turn into like a seven foot wrestler because you're not seven foot so I, I guess that makes sense because they don't want you to be realistic and they don't want to be so powerful to a point where you're like turning into everybody the real Luan was captured and held into a warehouse on the outskirts of Aurario. Lily knew the layout of the castle and quickly led them into the hallway and from the entrance to the tower where Hygathanos was. Daphne was shocked by Luan's betrayal and led several mages to, and archers to intercept them. Welf noticed, and noticed them and defeated all the mages using his magic, taking out the archers along with them due to the Ignis Fatimus. The confusion allowed Belle to slip past Daphne and head to the tower. She tried to stop him, but Welf blocked her, blocked her way, saying that they should fight with weapons. Loki praised Welf, watching him fight. Daphne and Hephaestus thanked him, her for her praise. Loki wondered if it was the right decision to let Welf go, but Hephaestus simply told her that no one knew. At the Hostess of Fertility, Chloe was simply skipping out of work while cheering for Belle. Anya and Loreen realized she must have bet again. <laughs> and this part was so funny because they just now noticed, okay, this girl is gambling again. We're going to have to get her some help. We're going to have to call her some rehab. She's betting again. Though they were relieved that she hadn't bet on the Apollo, Apollo Familia. Next to them was Seer, worried, worriedly watching the battle. And again, we knew that. We knew that Sir Siri was going to be watching the battle very, 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 very worried. As well as um, Bell's dungeon advisor, um, Ina. Ina was sitting there with her, with her counterpart, um, sitting there watching the battle. I mean. A lot of these girls like Belle, and they're attracted to him, and they have a connection with him. So, it's like a motherly thing. Women have this motherly thing that comes when they, when they're when they care for someone, and it it, it it's something that is extraordinary in as young these young as young ladies are, and 
these women are showing that in the anime when the love for Belle and the and the yearning of wanting him to be safe and not be in danger is like the only thing on their mind right now and so this shows that maybe his dungeon structure might like him I think Belle might be tur- slowly turning into Goblin Slayer but who's to know at the Loki Familia home Tona was excited to at the turn of events as Tona was excited at the turn of events while Ayaz was busy watching Bell's performance. Tony was wondering why Ryu didn't attack the castle directly, causing now causing uh, now this. Causing this, uh, Finn compared Ryu with the magical swords to Goliath to to a Goliath, pointing out that the Goliath couldn't win against that many adventurers. Adventurers. Ugh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. While Rivera pointed out that the enemy had a advantage if they attacked the castle directly, Beat rejected all their opinions by commenting that Bell wanted to finish it on his own and that he was a man. <laughs> Rivera thought that Beat knew something, but he claimed not to know anything. <clears throat> Tonya became increasingly excited while cheering for Bell. Now, Beat has grown on Bell. I think he, I think he's taught Bell some things, but also Bell has taught him some things. And the last season, he was always picking fun of, making fun of Bell. But we've seen it from the fight with the Apollo family in the hosti- Hostess of Fertility, to where now he understands. Bell is a man, he's a warrior just like he is, and he's going to do what he needs to be done. And I think the discussion is from Tone wondering why Ryu didn't attack the castle directly. You know, this caused a lot of Flynn, Reveria, and Gardeneth to have their opinions about the battle, um, which was which what I was trying to say. And this also is cool because it acknowledges that the girls are actually wondering you know uh, how bell you know what why didn't you know they're they're actually involved in in they're actually very involved in the match and it's not just them like oh go bell like they actually know what's going on you know and that's really refreshing you know um i believe that beat will eventually become strong and he'll challenge bell to see who is so far superior you know and i believe Tonya and the rest of the girls might fall for Bell. Again, the guy's a walking freaking magnet. You know, the the guy's a, a chick magnet. He just every time he speaks, girls just follow head over heels. Uh, so in the tower, Cassandra was pleading to Hakathanos to run away from the tower before he would get finished. He didn't take her seriously, telling her that there were several other people there and they could easily take out Bell. Take out Bell, no problems. Seriously, girl, stop worrying. Seeing that he completely disregarded her warning, Cassandra warned him about the about warned him about a lightning strike, which he again disregarded as foolishness, and he pushed her to the ground. Now, Cassandra reminds me of a very dainty young lady. She's very dainty. You can tell that she's very dainty, and. Maybe she's more of a mage type. <sighs> I mean, 
I hopefully we you know we get to see her again and maybe you know see the um throughout this hopefully we get to see her again I I really think that we need to know more about her I don't want them to like what however this ends um I don't want them to like just get rid of her or anything um I want her to um to be evolved so I think we need to know more about her as um so on the spiral spiral staircase leading to the throne room, Bell unleashed his 60-second Argonaut, or Firebolt. Um, Argonaut power, Firebolt that destroyed most of the room, leaving only Hykathenos standing there. Everybody was in shock. You know, Apollo was, in, was shaking in fear. He never thought that Bell was that powerful. He just thought he was a very cute little boy. Bell rushed up to the stairs to confront Hykathenos, who was shocked in the fact that Bell managed to cause this much damage. The two fought with Hykathenos once again, shocked at how different Bell's strength was than a week before. He was faster, he was dominant, and Hykathenos knew at that moment he was outclassed. It was so satisfying to see this. It was so satisfying to see him just just be outclassed because I did not like this character and I'm they I'm very glad and I think he's one of the best villains so far I've seen in Damachi because I legitimately did not like him he is very very egotistical he's weird he blames Bell for things that he had no control over and he's really really anger filled and he's just, uh, just a, such a sorry person that you can't, you, you have no choice but to hate him. Um, now I know some of you say hate is a strong word, but I do not like Hygathenos as, I mean, and that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to like him, and that's what makes a great villain. Um, now, this, and I'm, I'm, and and I'm not surprised that Bell <clears throat> was able to defeat Hygathenos within a week because he's training with one of the best swordsmen in in the entire um entire land in in Aurario which is Ice. So Ice was able to, you know, help him predict movements and get him into not just randomly just trying to cut people down, but like really thinking about how he's going to defeat his opponents. So after Bell destroys Hakathenos' weapon, Apollo worriedly cried out. His face no longer one of composure, Hermes realized that Bell must have had considerable amount in his status before he leveled up, and confirmed with it, and confirmed that with Hestia. But she didn't say anything, so <laughs> she's not going to tell him any um, any secrets. Fearing defeat, Hykathanos began to chant for Auraro Zephyros. Now, Auraro Zephyros is a um, magical ring that is a home that can cut, slice, and also it is a homing magic, so it can follow the person everywhere. While Bell was going to attack him with Firebolt, however, Cassandra got back up and slammed into him, causing him to lose his aim. Lily quickly forced Cassandra away from Bell, and the two unleashed their magic. Even though Bell was physically just as strong as Hykathenos, his opponent had the higher magic stat, and Auroro Zephyros beat Firebolt. Bell dodged it, but the Auroro Zephyros came back around, and Hykathenos made it explode. 
The explosion pushed Bell away, and Hagathenos thought he would win with the next strike. However, Bell dodged his attack and disarmed him with his feet, finishing up with a left-hand falcon punch straight into Hagathenos' face. I'm sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. The people in Amino know what I'm talking about. Um, Hykodeno's body flew and rolled across the room landing 30 feet away flat on the ground with his face looking pathetic Ugh. you do not understand how satisfying it was to see that happen As a, and that's good writing the fact that this shows that Bell is not just lucky. He knows what he's doing. He's showing that he is more than just a little boy. He's no longer a rookie anymore. He he is the real deal. And that he can defeat a house like this, who knows what he can do. I like the fact that they showed that Bell was getting his butt whipped the last week. It showed that like, he needed to practice. A lot of times in anime, we get these characters that just blow the enemy away. But... A lot of anime, like High School DD, like um, Damachi, show that Bell and Issei need to work hard in order to become better. So they might lose their first encounter, because they don't know how to. But, when they come back even stronger, they show that these guys are human, that they can fail, but through their failure, they become stronger. Once the Hestia family won, the deathly pale Apollo was approached by Hestia. Apollo tried to beg for mercy, but she wouldn't have any of it. She reminded him of the promise to accept any conditions she gave. Hestia ordered for all of his money, including his home, to be confiscated by the Hestia Familia and Apollo Familia to be dissolved, and for Apollo to be banished from setting foot in Oario forever. Dang, that's, that's a pretty brutal sentence. Well, uh, I guess the Apollo, the pet, I mean sun god, is going to have to shine his light somewhere else. Oh well. So, tough break, Apollo. Anya, Chloe, and Lorene high-five each other while the other employees also celebrate. Seer also smiled at their victory and began working again due to the adventurers who lost waiting, wanting to drink. The Loki film familiar home beat began to walk out of the room and go to the dungeon because he had work to do finn asked where he was going and with the question though from his attitude he was heading for the dungeon um tonya smiled at ayas while ayas congratulated bell elsewhere board went to collect his earnings and discovered that nasa also bet on them <laughs> So, um, so, later on, later on, while the battle was, um, so during that time, the battle finally ended, um, and the Hestia Familia and Ryu met up with Bell when you have Lily tr holding him up by his shoulder. Now, um, Mikito... And well, congr well, congratulated him on winning and beating Hakathanos. And Bell said that he wanted to give all the things to Lily. Lily asked, "Was she useful to him?" And he said, "Yes." Now you are the you are the reason why I'm going to go back home. Thank you. And I mean that you could see the joy in her face that she made the right decision in joining this familia 
she not only has the love of her life, but also she was useful to him. So, of course, she's going to be happy. So, we see in the, in her own little tower a Freya that is smiling with pride and glee because her her man has won. Now, I do believe that Freya is one spell for herself, and I think that she was very happy to know, and this probably just made her want him even more. So, so, um, several days, um, after the war game, the members of the Hestia Familia toured their new home, and which mansion was formerly owned by the Apollo Familia. Now, Hestia, before they went in, Hestia began to draw some symbol on a piece of paper. Now, Lily Mikito took a look and immediately, um, immediately pointed out the flames of the guardian Hestia. That's her... That's her um, insignia. If you see the 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 tattoo that um, Lily has, is the bowl with the flames. Um, she is the guard. Her flames guard everyone. And so, but they realized that it was a flame with a bell in it. And it was like they were like, wait a minute, that's you and Bell and Hestia said that this is their 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 family their familia symbol emblem from now on started from them too and you see the like surprise on Bell's face he's like oh crap I just got an emblem this is cool man and you see a blushing Hestia who's showing her affection for Bell and letting it be known that they are a unit they are one that's what she sees him as. They, she sees them as one, not she sees them as a entity, and that's that shows the love that she has for Belle. So that's that's something cool. So overall, this episode was so dang on satisfying. I'm sorry, I played Belle punching Hakathanos over and over and over again, and it just. It just never gets old. <laughs> it just never gets old. But I do believe that this is not the end of the uh, problems just yet. I do believe that a new villain will rise. And uh, as we've seen in the intro, it might be a young lady with a um, very big sword. Um, and it seems that there's an, another Ampomorph that maybe Belle has to um, save. Or maybe she might have betrayed him. I don't know. But... It, it is an amazing, it was an amazing episode to see how far he has come, and I can't wait to see what happens this week. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, for those of you on Amino and the, um, for those of you on the, um, Damachi Amino, I hope you guys enjoyed the little video I sent you guys, as well as the anime Amino. If you guys aren't know what Amino is, Amino is an app that gives you a lot of communities that have a lot of shows. If you're into The Flash or if you're into Damachi, for example, there is a Damachi group. There are a lot of cool people there. They're very dedicated. I think that there is an actual Hestia Familia where there's a person who plays, who role plays as Hestia. So you guys can actually join her Familia. So 
take the time. Um, I'm gonna put in the link. I'm gonna put a link in for the uh, for Amino in the description, and just search Damachi. Um, uh, search Damachi, and you'll find the uh, Amino there. Now, um, this has been so much fun. I, I've this this has been a great season so far, and. Tomorrow, I'm going to have some IRLs for you guys, some anime IRLs. So, I'm going to have an anime IRL for Apollo and Orianos. So, stay tuned for that. But, um, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.